In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Dear brother priests, brother deacon, and beloved faithful, God give you his peace. Some of you may remember the death of Thomas Vanderwoody 12 and a half years ago in Northern Virginia. One Catholic news source wrote of his self-sacrificial death this. In 2008, 66-year-old Thomas Vanderwoody and his 20-year-old son Joseph, who has Down syndrome and who is the youngest of seven sons, were working in their yard in Noakesville, Virginia, when Joseph fell through a septic tank cover that had suddenly collapsed. Vanderwoody immediately jumped in after his son and managed to hold his son's head above the surface, saving his life. By the time two men finally pulled Thomas out of the tank, he had been underwater for as long as 20 minutes. He was pronounced dead at the hospital. Vanderwoody's son Joseph was in critical condition at Prince William Hospital as he fought infection for several days, but recently began to improve. One friend of the family said, despite Vanderwoody's tough reputation, always at his side was found his youngest son, disabled by Down syndrome. This man went everywhere with his son, letting him ramble around campus and make new friends. He always knew what his son was doing and where he was going. One more story for you before we get to the gospel. Of course, most of you remember that two weeks ago in my home state of Colorado, this account was even found in secular news, Officer Tally, 51, a father of seven, died Monday when a gunman killed him and nine others in a deadly rampage at the King Super's grocery store. He was the first police officer to respond to the scene. Boulder Police Chief Morris Harold said, I have to tell you the heroic action of this officer when he responded to this scene. Officer Talley responded to the scene, was the first on the scene, and he was fatally shot. I add to that as a first responder myself, or former first responder, I don't know why he didn't wait for backup, but I bet it's because he valued other lives more than his own. He was the tenth of ten to die, but nobody else died after him. And by the way, at least three of my friends in Colorado were mutual friends with Officer Talley. Naturally, these men could only give their bodies once so that others might live, since we have only one earthly life to live. But what if Tom or Eric could repeatedly give their lives, their bodies, for their friends over and over? Of course, you see where this is going. This is Christ's gift in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. There is not numerous deaths, but one death represented on the altar. This wasn't a purely spiritual sacrifice. Jesus gives his physical body to you in a way as personalized as Tom Vanderwoody did to his son. But of course, much more as we are all God's sons and daughters, and of course, Jesus is God and man. I wouldn't be the first amateur theologian to point out that Tom's life reflected Christ's, entering into our own human sewage to hold us up on the cross and save one who is helpless against the dangers of this world. Tom gave not just nice thoughts to his son, warm emotions, but his own body in a filthy death so that his son might live. Remember what I read a minute ago, despite Tom's tough reputation, he always had at his side his youngest son, disabled by Down syndrome. This man went everywhere with his son, letting him ramble around campus and make new friends. 
He always knew what his son was doing and where he was going. So when Tom was drowning in sewage, did he realize he probably would not come out alive as he held up his son? Probably. What or who did he think of? Probably first our Lord and our Lady making a final act of contrition. And his wife, probably his children. But I bet he also thought specifically of his son who he was holding up. The good times and the bad times. How much he specifically, not generally, specifically loved that son of his. This is, of course, only a dim image of the very specific and personalized love Jesus had for everybody until the last day on earth when fire washes away this broken planet, but especially those who would receive his body and blood in the Holy Eucharist. You see, because Christ is God, he saw both at the Last Supper and also at the cross the soul of every person, past, present, and future. But he especially gazed in love upon all Christians who would one day worthily, as we heard in the epistle today, worthily receive his body and blood. Yes, tonight Jesus gives his body to you in Holy Communion in a very personalized way. We should return this love with very personalized acts of thanksgiving for those specific times when Almighty God has saved our lives from death, maybe like Joseph in Virginia, and even more for the times when he forgave our mortal sins, maybe unlike Joseph in Virginia, thanks be to God. In any case, Jesus is rescuing us tonight, starting tonight, the triduum, these nights of mystery, these nights of sorrow, these nights of love. And finally, we're very close already to that everlasting morning of triumph, so close to us, so very close to us. Tonight, Christ establishes the holy priesthood, too. Do you realize 11 of his 12 first priests all died for others, too? We think of old-time fathers of families dying for their families, but this is what we priests are supposed to do, too, die for our families, which is you, the Catholic Church. Yes, to ourselves and our desires, but also literally. Eleven of the first twelve priests all died as martyrs, not by accident, but by being willing to give their life for the gospel and others. When I was first writing this sermon, I was tempted to write, pray that we can be made of that stuff again. But then I remembered there are probably more priests suffering in prisons in China tonight for the faith than even in the first century. Just yesterday in the news I read in Father Charles' home country of Nigeria, quote, Father Ferdinand Fanagugban had just offered mass in his parish church of St. Paul in eastern Nigeria and was preparing to leave for Holy Week Chrism Mass when he was shot in the head by gunmen on March 30th. God is still making priestly heroes. So finally, let's remember these are all gifts. Holy orders and confession and even martyrdom is a gift. They all flow from the Holy Mass because it is the same offering as the sacrifice of Calvary, the source of our redemption. The Eucharist was given so that we could live forever, and it did cost Jesus his life. Jesus died to give you his very real body and personalized soul tonight. But the exclusive vehicle he chose for this was not 
robots or gold tabernacles, but us priests, we vessels of clay so weak. But just like we see in the earthly examples of Tom or Eric, it is tonight as we begin this Triduum where we see it was a real person, Christ our Lord, with real hopes and real dreams and real desires, with a real mother left weeping, and real priestly friends who would eventually step up to the plate to die so that you and I could live forever. In nomine Patris, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.